Big idea. The church is not an optional commodity to be consumed at my convenience. It is a covenantal community to be selflessly committed to at great personal cost. Our weekly identity statement, I am a part of the family of God at 6-8 Church. Together, we are the body of Christ bringing heaven to earth. And our memory verse, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. Luke chapter 20, verse 9. He went on to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, rented it to some farmers, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants so they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent another servant, but that one also they beat and treated shamefully and sent away empty-handed. He sent still a third, and they wounded him and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son whom I love. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over. This is the heir, they said. Let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When the people heard this, they said, God forbid. The primary purpose of this parable is to illustrate how the Israelites, God's chosen people, treated God and all the people he sent to them over the years to try to lead them to live in his love. They mistreated the prophets and eventually killed Jesus, the son that God sent. But there's more we can learn from this parable if we take a closer look. While it's not the primary purpose of the parable, we can see the difference in the mindset between being an owner and renter. Notice that a man planted a vineyard, then rented it to some farmers. Who owns the vineyard? The man, who represents God, and we'll call owner. Who invested their own time and money to plant the vineyard and and get it to the point of bearing fruit? The owner did. What did the renters do? Nothing. Sure, they took care of the vineyard, but they did that for their own reasons. They wanted the profits that come with renting a vineyard. That's why they were renting. They were paying the owner for the privilege of making money off of his crops. The owner didn't have to rent it to them. He chose to. So when the owner sends his servant to the renters to get some of his fruit, how do the renters respond? They beat the owner's representative and sent him away grapeless. When the owner sent another representative, they did the same thing and a third. At this point in the story, we should be asking ourselves, what are they thinking? While it's not explicit in the text, the portion of fruit the owner was seeking would have probably been their rent payment. They didn't even want to pay rent for the vineyard they didn't own. Well, how does the owner respond? He sends his son, the heir, the next most legitimate owner of the vineyard. The renters misinterpreted the owner's absence for ambivalence. Since the owner wasn't around, he must not care. So if he doesn't care and we kill the heir... We can take what isn't rightfully ours. We're the ones who are here. Where is he? The owner just wanted his portion of what was rightfully his. The renters wanted the profits without the investment. 
They wanted the fruit without having planted a seed. What does any of this have to do with the church? Well, as a church, our desire is to be owners, not renters. We are, in fact, heirs. We are co-heirs with Christ. We have been given every spiritual blessing. To act like a renter when you're an heir is foolish, but we do it all the time. The mindset of a renter says my only responsibility is to myself. It's the job of the owner to make me happy. When there's a problem that needs to be solved, it's the owner's responsibility. When I don't get what I want, I am justified to go to great extremes to get what I think is rightfully mine. And if my landlord doesn't meet my demands, I'm free to find somewhere else to rent. On the other hand, the mindset of an owner is, I am invested. While I may not be able to do everything, it is my responsibility to make sure that everything gets done. The buck stops here. This has been a core value for us from the very beginning. But over the past few years, we haven't emphasized it very much. The crazy thing is, we actually are the rightful heirs. What God has entrusted to us is actually a part of our inheritance. It starts with our relationship with God. It's no one else's responsibility to build my relationship with God. But because I am an heir, I want to have a relationship with my co-heir and my father. It extends to the mission God has given us. It isn't just something we do as servants out of obligation. We're not just building God's kingdom because we're his robots. We're building God's kingdom because it's our kingdom too. When God asks us to use our gifts for his glory, it's the same thing. He has given us these gifts, but not for our own profit. They're for his glory, and when we use them to give God glory, we too are lifted up in the process because we are made in his image. It carries on to the resources God has given us, both personally and corporately. What God has blessed you with isn't something he gave you to enjoy only for your own benefit, but to bless others who might be co-heirs with Christ but don't know it yet, or who are already co-heirs, and God has put the blessing in your hands to get it to them. And as a corporate church body, this encompasses serving and ministries, as well as physical resources like our church building. What if, instead of seeing the ministries of the church as something we receive from, we saw them as something we got the privilege of contributing to? What if, instead of seeing the church building as something the staff or the elders are supposed to take care of, we acted like owners of it and just did what needed to be done because that's what an owner does? We are heirs to the kingdom. We're no longer slaves. We are co-heirs with Christ. We aren't renters looking to pass the buck. We are owners. This is God's kingdom, but it's also our kingdom. We are God's representatives, kingdom delegates. This is our responsibility. This is our birthright, and we must make good use of it. We don't want God to take what he's given us out of our hands because we weren't being good stewards of it, do we? Our daily scripture focus, Luke chapter 20, verse 14 through 16 But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over. This is the heir, they said. Let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When the people heard this, they said, God forbid. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine that vineyard and the renters. 
Imagine being the owners and investing your time and money in the planting of the vineyard. Imagine the frustration you would feel as the owner when your representative came back empty-handed. Second, reflect. Have you been treating your relationship with God, your role in the kingdom, and your place in the church more like a renter or an owner? Third, repent. Spend some time praying and ask God to change your mind and your heart about these areas. If you have treated any area as a renter, repent of that and ask God to give you the heart of an heir. And finally, thank God. Thank God for making you an heir to the kingdom. Thank God for entrusting such a priceless responsibility into your hands. And thank God for the vineyard.